Hi guys, are you getting ready to graduate and you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, I'm going to be a doctor. Now what? Or have you already graduated and you're a little lost and you're thinking, I'm a doctor. Now what? If so, this episode is just for you, my friend. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Grad School for Grown Folks podcast, sponsored by Dissertation Doctors Consultants, LLC. I'm your host, Dr. Tanya Vetter. Welcome to today's episode and topic. It's a good one. It is a really good one for so many reasons. Hey, it is graduation season. Hey, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I know that was a horrible rendition of, I don't even know what song. Hey, but I'm excited for you all. I know it's been a long journey, but you have made it. And so some of you have sent me an email and a text message. And I mean, I I get it. You guys want to know what's next. We know that the education world has bombarded you all with um, these tasks that seem absolutely impossible. So today's episode is I'm a doctor. Now what? And it's actually part two. I have gotten so many, um, you know, emails and I've had quite a few discussions, um, not only with my clients, um, but people who have already graduated who now want to be um, a client, but in a different in a different regard. Um, And we'll talk about that uh, soon, um, because as you all know, or maybe you don't know, um, I recently resigned from um, the full-time job I had, which I I didn't have it really long. Um, If you don't know, I actually, I may have had it only 15 months. Um, And before then, I actually was just a doctoral uh, student, graduate fellow working um, just like you guys are on your uh, doctorate. And what I did was I took the job I had while I was a graduate fellow, which was I was the editing and writing um, consultant for the university and all that stuff. And the long story short, it short is I actually took what I did as a graduate fellow and I made it an actual business. So I've been doing this uh, since 2017, quite a few years. Um, but my story is really interesting because I literally, while I was um, in my doctorate program, I gave up my full-time teaching job. I went through a lot of stuff. I became a widow. Um, I delivered pizza and it, the story goes that I ended up being the woman who was uh delivering pizza to the high rise to living in high rise that's how the story goes so um but the thing about that is because I was away from the K through 12 system when COVID happened while everybody was coming and running in the house that was actually when I got my opportunity to go back out and see what the K through 12 world was like. 
And um, I did it for 15, um, for 15 months as an instructional specialist and instructional coach, which is also my business is also a part of coaching, right? And I literally did it for 15 months. And I recently resigned in uh, the speed of which I was able to give up a full time job and work solely for myself is unbelievable for so many reasons. And so you know, a lot of people have reached out to me. I've actually taken on some lunch meetings and met with people. And their question is, you know, man, Dr. V, how did you do that? Like, how did that happen? And I'm not going to go into all of that with you today. Here's what I want to talk about. Because one of the things I've found out in these, uh, in the years of doing my work, but also, but more particularly, when you guys are graduating and when when um I've talked to people who have graduated there's this pressure that comes from family members and friends especially when you've graduated and they're constantly asking you what's next what's next so what are you going to do next and it's almost like they expect you to do something humongous and big the very next day. And so I want to actually speak to that. Um, and I'm going to talk to you about, yeah, you're a doctor. Now what and what that looks like for those of you who actually want to make your next move and you just don't know what to do. So one of the projects that I um, worked on and I completed, if you go on Amazon, you'll see it. Um, I did an a digital um, interactive book called Rich Teachers Sleep Well. And I've come to the conclusion that you cannot do well without talking about money. You have to allow yourself to be okay with talking about money. And I think in education, we've always had this kind of snarky, noble idea and attitude like, oh, because we're helpful, you know, it's not about the money. Well, that's actually ridiculous. And I think that's why we have not done as well as we can do. As a matter of fact, I didn't do well until I started um, there and changing my mind and perception about that. Um, You got to start there. Money does matter. (laughs) It absolutely matter. And it is absolutely important um, if you want to do business and if you want to um do well in your business and so i think uh, i want to definitely shed light on there so i'm going to shed um i'm going to share about five things with you guys that i want you to kind of think about today um and and then i'll share with you how we can kind of work together in helping you guys with your next steps now that you either have graduated or you are graduating or you're somebody who you're not even a student but you are kind of fed up with where you are in education and you want to do something else and you just don't know where to start okay so i want to start with this thing with first of all um your job is not responsible for making you financially wealthy or financially happy now in my all of these opinions are just going to be straight up with how I've applied my own principle and what has happened to my life that has been proven to be um is very successful you know um i what i really did was take my money and i put the money that the job provided to work um in other words that money was just seed money for me if you will like almost you have a a flower 
uh, a flower uh, um, pot, you know, and that job money was the money that I used for my own actual dreams and goals. All right. And I think if you look at it like that, then you won't resent it so much. I hear so many um, teachers and educators uh, whining and saying they don't pay enough. Uh, the districts don't pay enough. You're right. They don't. And it's okay. Is what you're doing with that, that money that you're getting, that's the issue. You don't know what to do with that money. All right. And that's, that's all. You just need to call me so I can help you out with that. You just don't know what to do with that money. That's all it is. Um, but th that the district's job is not to make you rich or wealthy, my friend. It's not. Okay. And so that's why you need to call Dr. Vetter so I can help you out with that. Um, and so that's where we want to start. Let's talk about the five things that um, I, I want you to do to get yourself started, graduates, and those of you who have already graduate, uh, graduated, and those of you who are just straight up frustrated. Um, I want you to start where you are. One of the things um, I would kind of ask you to consider is backing off on what you see on social media or who you're looking at particularly because uh, starting where you are may not look like what other people are starting with right a lot of times we compare ourselves with um, our day one with somebody else's uh, year 15 and we think that that's what it's always been like for them Right. And the other thing is, um, and I'll go, I'll talk about this probably maybe a little later on in another episode. But a lot of times we really think people have made money or their success is because they're doing something that they're passionate about. And it's not true <laughs> at all. It is, <laughs> it is so not true. All right. So I want you to start exactly where you are, because that is the only place you can start. You cannot start anywhere else other than where you are, okay? That is it, okay? And then number two, I want you to, um, I want you to really understand that this is probably going to be the most difficult part of the journey. A change like this actually comes with a change in mindset. And people say this. But it really does. And I, I hesitate when I say this because the other thing that happens is kind of like you you actually lose out probably on some friends. There's some there's some kickback that comes with it. There's some pushbacks that happens as a result of it. So when you start to change your mindset and you shift how you think about your life and the changes you want to make and what you want. If you were once with people who complained all the time, instead of you complaining, now you're making things happen differently in your life. You're not going to fit in with them anymore. You you won't fit in anymore. All right. Um, and so that's going to come with uh, some loss. And, and that's that is the truth. There's loss that comes with this. So one of the things I want to be very clear about that I, I don't think people talk about enough is I think we talk about the shiny side of um, going for success, whatever our version of success is. But we don't talk about the other side of it, which is loss that comes with it. There is some loss to it. Um, the language changes. For instance, um, I know in my life, my language is different. I talk to 
some friend, like there's one friend I have I love dearly, but our language is different. And I, I find myself frustrated because I speak the language of an employer and he speaks the language of an employee. And so it's like we're speaking two different languages, like our frustrations are completely different. So just get ready for that. Because one of the things that can end up happening is if you're not capable of feeling lonely, then the road to success will be very challenging. And then most people, they're like, oh, it's not worth it. Like they're like, oh, mediocrity is just fine for me because there's so many more people there and it's so much more fun there. And I don't have to worry about being lonely as often. Right. Whereas in my world and what I'm going for, it's like in what, you know, like there are few people that are trying to do what I'm, you know, trying to do um, and stay with it. Okay. And then the third one is problem solvers make money. I mean, so the problems that you're complaining about at school are probably your greatest money makers as an entrepreneur. And the reason I'm talking about as an entrepreneur, let me say that. Let me preface this. This is totally an entrepreneur (laughs) podcast episode. Let me say that right now. This I am not going to tell you how to make more money for your district. I'm not. Not on this episode. This is not that episode. So you may want to turn it right now if your only aim and goal is to be promoted in your company. (laughs) This is not that episode. And the reason why is because I feel like if you've gotten a degree on this level, you have the capacity and the discipline at this point to have your own business. And I don't think anybody should own 100% of your time and talent all the time. I just don't, especially in education. Like, I just do not believe that if you get a doctorate in education, that you should not have your own consulting firm or consulting company or something, a tutorial company, or so. I don't care if you're a kindergarten, you should have your own company in some capacity I, if you have a doctorate. That is just my personal belief. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. And so that is what this podcast is all about. Even if you don't have a doctorate, I think you should still tag a friend who wants more, period. (laughs) That's my rant. I call these my rich rants, by the way. All right. Number four, the most important one is get a mentor to help you. Now, this is the funniest story ever. So, While I was going through this journey, I actually had a number of mentors because they all offered different things to me. I had a spiritual mentor. um, I had a mindfulness mentor. I had a money mentor and a business mentor. And it's so interesting because one of my mentors, it was interesting because my mentor who had the most money was not my mentor. That was my money mentor. My mentor that had the most money lived in a home that was hat that was like humongous with an elevator and all like forever like for a long time she's had it um and uh, yeah, but she was not my money mentor as a matter of fact, she was the one that told me 
oh no, Tanya, you don't need that much money. You just need enough to be comfortable. So that was so funny. I told her she could never be my money mentor. Like she was filthy rich, but she just wanted me to be comfortable. I just thought that in and of itself was absurd. <laughs> anyway, so you do need to get a mentor to help you. One of the things I found was my mentor that I think um, definitely still to this day stays at in in the forefront of my mind. Actually, there are two of them. They have no problem talking about wealth. They have no problem, um, no problem um, with business, talking about business ideas. You know, having somebody in front of you who can give you advice and who's a everyday picture and reminder of what's possible for you to me is everything like that's everything and I'll tell you why because you're gonna find that you will not have a lot of friends in your shoes especially if you are a woman now if you are a woman you will not have many women who are going to just sit around and talk about business all day like I just don't have many girlfriends I can sit around and talk about business all day all right and then the last one is be willing to accept the unpopular belief that rich teachers really do sleep well and guess what you can absolutely be one of them my friend the word rich I actually chose that word intentionally because we have no problem saying the word wealthy or wealth that's a word that um, feels like it's something that will happen in 30 years over time it's like something that's not um, it's not intrusive you know it's really subtle but the word rich is bold and so I choose it and I still you know say it often because I want to wake people up to this idea that you don't have to wait 30 years for your pension to live your best life now you absolutely do not you can absolutely live your best life right now and love it so that's what I got for you guys you are graduating here's what I don't want you to do I don't want you to rush into a life you absolutely despise because you are graduating or because you have graduated because you've been pressured by everyone. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And you end up living a life that's not um, authentically you. What I want you to do is really identify a problem you genuinely can solve. And notice I didn't use the word passion. Just identify a problem you really can solve. And then charge people and add value to their life. That's all. You're charging them for the value you're going to add to their life for the problem that you've solved. That's it. Identify what you are the expert in. So yeah, doctor, you're a doctor. Now what? You guys know what I say. You decided to do this. So I want you to do it well, but I want you to do it well supported. I'm excited about the project that I have coming up. I was thinking about how I could do this. You know, rich teachers sleep well, I think is its own conversation. And because of that, I am going to be starting its own podcast, Rich Teachers Sleep Well. And we're going to talk about on that podcast, it's going to be for, for teachers of any 
subject or topic or in any area. I mean, you can be a, a hairstylist who teaches, uh, you know, I don't know, what, what is it called? Cosmetology on the collegiate level. I don't know. But I do know that rich teachers sleep well is its own topic. And because of that, rich teachers sleep well will have its own podcast. I'm excited. I can't wait. Can't wait to share the link with you guys. Now, this is a podcast you will not want to miss. I can't wait to do the interviews because my goal is to talk about money and how we can add value as educators in all arenas. You guys know what I say. You decided to do this. And so when we do it, now we're going to do it rich and we're going to do it well. See you next time.